0: first whistle blow till the game is on the line. This is Stoppage Time. It's your boy Greg.
1: And it's Tyler. What is up everyone?
0: (laughs) What is up and we are back another week. Now we know that that the games are off. The games are off until later but we're gonna be here with you every single week until February to have keen and constructive conversations reviews and debates on everything champions league and possibly everything football. So we're going to, we're going to talk about it all. Tyler, how are you doing, sir? I'm great, man. I'm,
1: I'm not going to lie. This is, this is one of my highlights getting to talk about soccer. Uh, sorry, football with Thank you, you, uh, every, every week. And, uh, once again, uh, I, I know, uh, we're not really going to get to talk about them since they have been bounced from this tournament. Man United is in fifth in the premier league. <laughs> they keep winning there they're ahead of they're ahead of they're ahead of of Chelsea and they're ahead of Man City who are still in this
0: competition and I believe that that's all strategy but we could get into that into some later weeks as we see them progress in their own league and why they didn't progress in this one and they'll soon be in the the European Championship um the European Europa League sorry which it used to be the European Championship, so my mind is a little bit that, that kind of dates me a little bit. But anyway, how do you feel about those guys possibly going up against your Hot Spurs, sir?
1: Well, we avoided them in in, in the first draw since uh, Hot Spurs did win their uh, their group, so they avoid any of the incoming teams from Champions League. We we suffered a, a tough loss this past week to uh, Liverpool a couple days ago, uh, lost at the basically at the ninetieth minute, two to one at Anfield. It was it was definitely tough, especially being at Anfield uh, to go down to the wire. I, I know Liverpool is missing a couple players, uh, but we had a couple chances. Just shows that you know we're actually contenders uh, that that we are for real this year. And I know that uh, Jose is going to lead the team right.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and I, you know, I've been watching the series um, All or Nothing on Amazon Prime. Yep, no, and and I, I have to say, I've never been a Jose fan, and this is what these programs do to me because I get to see the inner workings of the man, and he is just a champion through and through. I don't like his personality, but if I were on a team and he was my coach, I would have felt privileged and honored to be bannered by a guy like that and have someone like that coaching my team because I, I feel like i'll be jazzed up every single week to kind of throw my body out there and and risk it all for the win i won't get too much into that if you guys want to go ahead and watch that go ahead it, it, it's a it's an amazing series um and it even goes into like some of the, the the stuff that they had to deal with going into the pandemic and the shutdown and all that stuff so <clears throat> interesting series to watch it's great to see that your team has that but today tyler mainly so we we're, we're probably going to have a little bit of a shorter episode i didn't want to preface this episode with the, with saying that cuz Tyler and i talk a whole lot we talk a whole lot and who knows how long this is going to go it could go on forever <laughs> doubt it but we we're, we're probably we're probably going to get a, a little bit shorter than what we're used to um and just kind of hit out these bullet points real quick so on monday december 14th the draw for the Champions League round of 16 happened. As you guys may remember last week, me and Tyler had some predictions, but Tyler, g- let's get into some details. Tyler, t- give, give the people some details. If they forgot, if they weren't here, who's new to the program, let them know what happened.
1: Yeah, so as Greg said, the, the draw was on Monday. It was kind of set up the way that the Champions League group stage draw was happened. You can't play someone from your own domestic league. And in this case, you can't play uh, somebody that you already played in the group stage and uh, the seated teams, which are the group winners, which I will recap here shortly, will be the home team for the second game. Uh, the games, it's going to be a while before we see the, any results from these matchups. The first rounds of games happen February 16th and 17th and the 23rd and 24th and the second round of games will be March 9th and 10th and 16th and 17th so we got a little bit of time but uh th- this is fresh because we predicted and uh there were some fun fun surprises in there uh, mm-hmm. greg's already laughing he knows where i'm gonna go with this but uh as a reminder the seeded teams aka the group winners bayern munich won group a real madrid won group b manchester city won group c liverpool won group d Chelsea won Group E, Dortmund won Group F, Juventus won Group G, and PSG won Group H. Now, one quick thing about Dortmund winning their group, the very next weekend, so I think it was a Saturday or Sunday, they suffered a 5-1 loss to a newly promoted team in the Bundesliga, fired their manager. (laughs) So their manager is done. And from what I understand, they're going after Mönchengladbach's manager. Mm. We'll see what happens there. But it's kind of crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm not going to lie.
0: It's very crazy. But again, we've
1: we've mentioned several times coaches get sacked midseason. They get sacked for losses. And seeing news like that, I mean, despite uh, Ali doing well in the Premier League, it has to have him a little nervous because Dortmund's having a great year.
0: And, and that's that's the only thing that I was going to come back and, and be like, you know, I, I have a problem with with the level of impatience when it comes to these decisions from from, you know, the back office or the front office. It's, you know, you you lose. Yes, you lose to a team that's that's, you know, new to the to your division. But, dude, they're not like it's not to say that they're like mid table. They're not a mid-table team, you know. They they just came first in their grouping. I guess that there are some things in the background that I don't know about. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But it's not, you know, the the team's not performing badly, as you said, Tyler. And I I don't understand why there would be a sacking so soon.
1: And Holland's That's... not back. Holland is not playing. He is injured. Right. I'm assuming he'll be back by the time this group the group stages start. But uh, right. It's definitely a momentous shift for that team. and It'll be
0: interesting to watch that team going forward. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I, so, so those were the seeded teams, Tyler. Do you want to get into who did not get seeded, the unseeded teams?
1: So the unseeded teams, a.k.a. the teams who came runner-up in the groups, are uh, for Group A, Atletico, Group B, Gladbach. Group C was Porto. Group D was Atalanta. Group E was Sevilla. Group F was Lazio. Group G, Barcelona. And Group H, Leipzig. Which, I mean, look, going going down that list, that's not a shabby list either. No. the, 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 the there's some great unseeded teams. And as we mentioned last week, could provide some very interesting and fun matchups.
0: Mm-hmm. Which,
1: should, should, should we
0: rip the band-aid off, Craig? Let's rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> Let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. I know that you're gonna have fun. This, you know, this this is one of our episodes where we have a little bit more fun. It's not so uptight. We we try to do what we can when we can, and you know, it's it's really light and loose, light and loose. Tyler, hit me with whatever you got in store. You already saddened me with uh, <laughs> with that laugh, but I'm gonna smile through, it, guys, for, for you. I'm a it's because you, you know where I'm going.
1: You know where I'm, I, what I'm eventually I know. getting to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting so, there.
1: So, I can't prolong Greg's pain anymore. We're going to start out in Group A. Bayern Munich, the reigning Champions League champs, have drawn Lazio from Group F. Oh, uh, we're going to go through the matchups, and then Greg and I are going to talk about them. We're going to save our analysis for after that. So, just so you're aware. Uh, Group <laughs> B, winners were Real Madrid Facing off against Atalanta from Group D. Group C winners Manchester City. Drew Mönchengladbach from Group B. Group D winners Liverpool. Oh, Jurgen Klopp is going to have fun with this one. Drew Leipzig from Group H. Chelsea, Group E winners have drawn Atletico from Group A. Dortmund from Group F have drawn Sevilla. Juventus from Group G have drawn Porto. And... Finally, PSG, Group H winners, Drew Greggs, Barcelona, as predicted by yours truly. Or should I say as jinxed? Should it should I I, I feel like I put it in the universe that, the, that it needed to
0: happen. It definitely it was definitely jinxed. Um <laughs> obviously not a matchup I was looking forward to going into, you know. Our, our Champions League endeavors and seeing that the club has been struggling. If not, you know, performance on the field, we are eighth in the league. Last time that we landed below the top two was probably about six, seven years ago. I'm not clear on on the details, but in the league, we're not doing so great. Might lose Messi um, in two weeks. We, we're, we're looking at a situation where we're going up against one of the stronger european teams of i wouldn't say of all time they're, they're a pretty good team they're a pretty powerful team and they have a dynamic duo in front with uh mbappe and neymar just hitting them one twos man it's really impressive to see that level of cohesion so i'm not excited i'm not excited to go up against that week one so tyler and i had predictions as you guys may have deduced from his exciting um rant about my team it was a short rant it was just him Wanting to tease me that he, he called it. <laughs> and um, I tried everything in my power, you know, those who, who love the Catalan club, I tried everything in my power to not have this happen. So, <laughs> <clears throat> needless to say, I predicted that PSG would go up against Lazio. I think that, that I thought that that was going to be a really good, dynamic, fun game to watch. But the football gods uh, smiled on, on everyone else. And decided that um, sticking it to me by matching this up, uh, you know, we could look at it positively. It, it at least it's better than Bayern Munich.
1: Yeah, I was just say I joked about it last week, but now that it's official, you could have gotten Bayern.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, which poor Lazio. I I, I know. Don't, I I don't to to jump into uh, to to jump into kind of our analysis, and we can kind of talk about the matchups that. Either Greg or myself got right as we go through, but we'll, we'll jump back up to 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 the top of the list. I don't think Lazio stands a chance against Bayern. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is going to be a. Oh gosh, I, I'm going to throw you under the bus again. I think this is going to be a beat down on par with what Bayern did to uh, Barcelona. To, to
0: Barcelona, I, I, I do believe it as well. I mean, last year group stages for the for the um, for the Champions League. I think that uh, Bayern Munich gave Tottenham a 7-1 thrashing. And that was before anyone thought that they could do that to a big-name club. You know, and these, these are guys that, that just came off of the previous season, you know, in the finals against Liverpool, got thrashed 7-1. So Bayern Munich is clearly the, the Goliath in any situation that they go into this year. I'm surprised that it was so close in the finals last year against, well, this year against PSG. But... You're absolutely right, Tyler. I fear for for the Italian uh, club. I, I wish them the best. I'm very happy that my team was not in. So when it comes to our predictions, though, right, I'm just throw this out there to make it as painless as possible. Uh, Tyler beat me three to one um, on our predictions. Tyler, you want to let him know what you put? Pred- yeah, let the, the, the fanfare race. <laughs> you know, uh uh yeah, put it put the hands up, everything. So Tyler predicted three right. I predicted one, and neither one of us, like because we didn't choose the same matchups at all. Well, obviously, there was no the crossover. Match- <laughs> there was no crossover. There was there was nothing where I was where he was like, Oh, well, we both got that right. We all we both got individual matchups but Tyler getting 3 correct dude let's hit the Vegas like you're you're on a roll <laughs> sir you're on a roll
1: so yeah so i i, I obviously got this PSG Barcelona game i also got one of my favorite matchups that i was predicting which was Chelsea Atletico i mm-hmm. think that's going to be a fantastic matchup i i legitimately cannot wait for that poor Chelsea they've lost two straight so they're they're on a bit of a downturn frank lampard has a lot to figure out there uh, they've they've got a couple injuries, but they've been playing Giroux a lot, and he's he's been the only one who's kind of been giving that team a spark. Timo Werner has kind of disappeared on the on the front up there. I mean, the their defense is is has been pretty stellar, but uh, especially in the Premier League, and I, I saw it with my my Tottenham team uh, this past uh, couple games too. As good as your defense is, is you can bend and you can bend and you can bend and you can bend. But eventually, with the right luck, skill, pass, defensive mess up, mental miscue, you'll break. Yeah, It doesn't matter how good you are. And your defense could be back to doing what it does normally the next game. But for that one game, for that 90 minutes, you have to bend and not break. And the past couple of weeks, Chelsea has broken. L- Lampard has some things to figure out because he's, he's got the talent. He's got the talent. He does. And that's what's scary going up against somebody with like Atletico who will pound that defense.
0: Oh yeah. Atletico, one of one of my uh, favorite teams in the competition. You know, Barcelona fans don't, don't go tripping off on me <laughs> just because I said I like an opposing team, right? They're still a trash team to me. But I I do I have great admiration for our old boy Suarez, who currently is not, not playing with them. Hasn't played with them. Um, Well, he he started the the competition with them, but I haven't seen him start for a while. But you also have Zhao Felix. I can't talk enough about this kid. You know where I discovered this kid? I discovered this kid back in 2018. I think it was on FIFA. That's where I discovered this kid. And I was like, who's this Zhao Felix guy? And I did some research. I'm glad to see that he's flourishing nicely he's doing a lot with the talent that he has unlike a, a specific character who was on barcelona a long time ago for those old football fans maxi lopez who was said to be the next best thing ended up not being anything at all i don't believe this true for Joao felix he's getting all the publicity that he needs now and i think that this will be a good matchup between these guys morata on chelsea oh, sorry morata not on chelsea you transferred. Uh, I meant to say Pulisic on Chelsea should be, you know, by by that time he'll be back to, to 100%. I think, you know, if if he's if he is at 100%, the the young American is gonna do a lot. It's it's a youth against youth matchup in this one, which I was excited about since day one. So I'm actually glad that Tyler prayed to the FIFA gods <laughs> and had this one come true. What's your next matchup that was that was on point, Tyler?
1: Uh, my my next and last one was uh, Dortmund versus Sevilla, and I remember when I made this prediction, I kind of wrote this off as Dortmund kind of having an easy road, but uh, this will be in the middle of their coaching carousel and changes, and could. Uh, provide for some interesting results in this one this this might actually be a
0: closer game than than I was expecting most definitely Uh, I think that that Sevilla has uh, a prominent talent they're number five in the Liga right now won their last three games uh, last three out of five when when you include the the UEFA Champions League in that as well strong team not a team that I know very well not personally I don't know a lot of players on that team but I, I have seen a lot of the, the the games that they have played. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty strong team moving into this one. I also believe that this would have been a situation where where they would have, you know, Dortmund would have rolled over this team. But like we said before, things happen. Just like in life, things happen. And it could be a situation where they're 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 gonna be more formidable than I even thought that they were gonna be. Well and I
1: I I think now with with what happened with with the coach I think that there's a vulnerability and they they're, they're going to be in search of a new identity like they they could have a new coach by this point we we don't know who's even going to be coaching even though I mentioned that the the bunch the Mönchengladbach coach was linked to to the job we don't know what the state of that's going to be we don't know how the players are going to react I know we're not there yet in this episode release on Monday but I'm interested to see how Dortmund plays this coming weekend yeah with with their new coach their new situation like the that that is a more volatile situation there than i was thinking and i mean you you never know what's going to happen with these team's dortmund could collapse and that yeah. would be completely different than us singing their praises in the,
0: the previous couple of weeks and they they are they are sitting in the fourth position and the uh in the Bundesliga at the moment so if we see any more slide it could definitely be they're both formidable teams fourth in Bundesliga fifth in La Liga it's a pretty even matchup at this point and with the with the mental turmoils going on there we'll see how it goes so that's it for Tyler's predictions guys and and I am ashamed to say that the only thing that I was able to predict right was four my rivals, <laughs> how ironic is that? I couldn't even get the prediction right for my own team. For my rivals, I spoke this one into existence. Real Madrid in Group B is going up against Atalanta in Group D. I love this matchup. I'm actually very happy that this happened. Me too. The, this is yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> you. You were just you were just like ah, me too. Okay, I didn't I didn't get it. So sometimes sometimes guys on the show Tyler just kind of like. know he'll he'll give me a signal and that's like my cue to be like your turn so i thought it was his turn not your turn Tyler. i still got my turn going i'm still gonna run with it so you're looking at a quote-unquote prestige team in real madrid one of the best teams in europe probably not at the moment but historically so going up against a scrappy italian team this, this 2020 into 2021 season at Atlanta is one of the scrappiest fighters that I've seen in a long time. And it's going to give Real Madrid a bunch of problems. Anyone that thinks that this is going to be a steamrolled game is wrong and out of your mind. I said it here first. Wrong and out of your mind. This Serie A team is going to be so much trouble for anyone that they had to match up with. I'm actually very happy that it wasn't with us. They're currently sitting number eight in the league, but have a bunch of talent on that that side that would not steamroll anyone. They're, They're not here to steamroll anybody, you know, but they do have a team of scrappers. These guys fight till the 90th plus stoppage time, plus going into the dressing room. They don't stop battling. They're a 100% scrappy team, and and if if I, I doubt that Real Madrid is going to put their hands up and be like, they're not deserving of being in the matchup with us because of how they've performed earlier on in the season, but we'll see how that goes. I think that this could be something to look out for. Atalanta will be trouble for anyone in the Champions League.
1: Yeah, I, I think that... You know, I, I've been saying in the 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 past couple of weeks, I want a Cinderella. I want kind of the an underdog that could progress through this tournament and keep playing. And with this matchup in existence, because I I had Atalanta up against Bayern, and that I felt really guilty about doing that. But <laughs> I I think that they have a real shot to progress. Mm-hmm. We we know how Atalanta is going to play. We don't know which Real Madrid is going to show up. And that's what makes this matchup intriguing and one to follow because Atalanta could progress and knock Real out. And that would, to me, that would be fantastic. I know you'd be happy too, but. Oh, uh, absolutely. But this matchup is exciting because they're, they're one of the two not so well known teams that have managed to make it into this uh, round of 16. The other being the uh, the next matchup that we're going to talk about, which is Man City versus Monchengladbach. Oh yeah! Again, the way that Man City is playing recently, I think Monchengladbach has a shot in this as well. Mm-hmm. But the 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 other difference is is kind of down as Man City uh, has been playing. Monchengladbach is also not playing great. Right, they the, they they started off the tournament incredibly well, and they're struggling not just in closing out the Champions League, but also in the the Bundesliga. They've been having mm. some trouble uh, these past couple of weeks with their uh, league games as well, losing or drawing, and not really looking as terrifying as they came out and opened the Champions League. So you've got two teams looking for uh, a bounce back, and that could be some exciting football
0: and and things could completely flip on its head if a certain uh, five foot seven five foot six Argentine decides to go and move to England uh, this upcoming January so if that happens I, I say all bets are off because if Messi moves to Manchester City you would see a whole nother level of vigor now this is only because I believe in Pep Guardiola. I believe in Pep Guardiola. I don't think that one man could change a team. But two guys that have the same sort of philosophy, Pep coached this guy before. Pep knows him, right? He's 34, 33, I think it is. Not Pep, Messi, right? Messi's 33. He's going, he's going into, you know, his his, his twilight. His, he's going into his later years. He's, he's, he's not going to be the same dynamic player that we've seen all along and he may have the same struggles that um a 35 year old cristiano ronaldo is experiencing right now in italy but i only say the the you know the because of the past two years like the uh, juventus has not been able to perform the same way they had performed prior to him getting there there was even some some sort of talkers you know he might move from juventus I don't think that's possible because he himself said on many social media channels that he's not going to move. But if Messi moves to Manchester City, do you know how exciting that's going to be? To have someone that knows the player so well and be able to mature his game that knows the Barcelona way? Are you, are you, are you kidding me? It's going to be It's going to be insane. I'll be pissed off but excited at the same time.
1: Does that mean you're going to start watching Premier League games with me?
0: Absolutely not. Uh, 4 a.m. That's <laughs> that, that's that's for exercise and back to bed. Uh, I, I don't think that I'll I'll survive. You know me, Tyler. I fall asleep once the screen's on and I'm not moving. So I I probably need to like exercise while watching the game and get excited that way. Four a.m. <laughs> not on my watch or, or not watching me. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I, I'm I'm saddened to hear that, Greg. Uh, I I thought you were dedicated. I uh, I thought that we were uh, in this till the end. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little disappointed. I'm a
0: little ashamed. I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm dedicated to, to my team, which is uh, Barcelona. Now I'll watch I'll watch those games. But you know I'll probably watch I'll probably watch uh, if you want me to. Here's, here's a here's a simple compromise. Here's an easy compromise. I'll watch the games whenever I wake up, which is usually around seven or eight.
1: Oh, that's it. I, I was waiting for more.
0: Yeah. No, that, <laughs> okay. that's 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 all you got. <laughs> around seven or eight. Uh,
1: I uh, I guess I should take what I what what I can get. That's right. <laughs> uh, Gre- Greg's disappointing uh, stance on watching football with me. Uh, aside, what is exciting is our next-to-last matchup to talk about. The, this one excites me to no end. The matchup is Liverpool versus Leipzig. And Ooh. I had Leipzig against Man City, which yeah, I man. thought would be exciting and lots of goals. But Liverpool-Leipzig, that thought had never crossed my mind. I'm upset <laughs> that it didn't. And this matchup excites me. I, I hope that Klopp's boys have a chance to get healthy. I think he'll have uh, Diogo Jota back by this point, which mm-hmm. should continue to provide a spark. Even though Firmino is playing great up front with Salah and Sane, mm-hmm. it's it's just exciting. I I, th- I think that there there could be lots of goals, and I know that uh, Allison is one of the top keepers in in the in in the 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 world i mm-hmm. i sorry i had to I, I had to come to that realization as i was talking about it he's he's one of the best keepers in the world it's crazy that he and ederson are both on a brazil team and the, they have to choose between the two of them to start because that's mm-hmm. just an insane amount of talent protecting the goal but i mean he can only do so much and i know that this this leipzig attack is dynamo ferocious yeah no
0: they are ferocious to say the least, I I have not seen a Leipzig team and they didn't have any fall off from last year in terms of they've just gotten better off of last year, off of what I've seen them do last year going into this year. They have just gotten better. They're even scarier team on the field than they are on paper. Honestly, but it's a young team, um, younger than, than most of the teams in the league. I still have my edge with Liverpool, however, side note. Tyler, this is this is <laughs> this is just something because I've been watching the tables. This is the lowest I've seen Arsenal in a long time, and I honestly believe that there might be an opportunity to knock Arsenal out of the Premier League. But we'll get into that talk <laughs> soon. Hey, for 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 those of you that don't
1: know, Arsenal is having a terrible Terrible. season it's it's been a joke between greg and i for a while like where we've tried to diagnose arsenal and what their problems are and honestly they're so close right now to the bottom of the table they legitimately might get relegated they lost (laughs) to burnley this weekend at home they lost at home to burnley let that sink in. If you know anything about Premier League <laughs> and who Arsenal is, I, if anything, the fact that Dortmund's coach was sacked and Miguel Arteta
0: has not—you know, like the Arsenal. Arsenal has this tradition of not sacking their coaches. They're very well. They're very. Oh, what do you call it? Um, they're very like mom and pop. You know, like even when they they had Terry Henry and they they had the unbeatable season. And they were number one in the league. They were still, they were still very mom and pop about it. And and I don't know, like it, I just, I just find it funny that they're in this position because because of all the history of of Arsenal. Arsenal is not supposed to be a team that should be matched the way in which they're being matched right now. But it goes into the revolution of football. And how the, how the game is being played now um, primarily is one of the most grueling competitions in the world, if not the most grueling competitions in the world. And uh, it's it's unfortunate to see them in this place. But it's just, it just kind of crossed my my eyeline. I was like, Arsenal is in 15th position. What's going on over there? We need to have a discussion about that because that is ridiculous. It's,
1: yeah, no, no. Uh, not to take anything away from Liverpool and Leipzig, because this is the furthest thing away from that matchup. <laughs> but yes, it is funny that Arsenal, depending on if you if there are Arsenal fans out there, apologies sure, to us. La- I'm sure laughing. they are. I'm sure and, they and are. They're I'm sure you to also understand. they used to it. <laughs> if you have any hair left, uh, go ahead and yank the rest of those bad boys out. Uh, oh my goodness. Buckle up. It's going to be a rough season. It's going to be rougher than than Klopp's comments about uh, the Premier League not caring about injuries, which yeah. are, he, he stopped doing for now. I think he's happy to have fans back. By the time that they get around to playing Leipzig, I, I think that they're going to be stronger than they are right now. I, I think they'll still start Firmino, but Jota will come off the bench and provide that spark. We've talked about how important that can be in games like this. Uh, having that bench player that probably would be a starter anywhere else but is happy coming off to provide that 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 needed boost to to try to win games and that's Jota which by the way you're talking about jo- you were talking about Jao Felix earlier mm-hmm. Jota is also from
0: Portugal there yeah. are
1: two young talented portuguese players that make that national team even scarier
0: yeah no they're 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 insane they're destructive in, in ways that, that I can't even comprehend. And now you have, well, once he's back, uh, hopefully he's back in time, it says that he should be back. Well, they don't know. But it's a knee injury, and he's not going to be 100%, probably not until, like, April. But you have Diogo Jota, you have uh, João Felix, and you have Cristiano Ronaldo on that uh, Portuguese team. That's something scary to think about, especially these two young boys um, in... in uh, Jota and Jao Felix, they're going to be a problem. But for this team specifically, for, for Liverpool, they have, they have time to, to reconnect. They're, they don't have a lot of their players right now. Virgil van Dijk is down. Uh, Joe Gomez is down. Um, Jordan Hena- um, Henderson is down. Um, Alex Altwell chamberlain is down. Uh, Jamie Miller is down. Milner is down. <laughs> Sorry. So you're looking at, at again a situation where key players are out. Now the good thing about Liverpool is that you know it's it's a 30 man squad, roughly about 28 to 30 man squad. They have some depth and they still have Alison in between the sticks. So it's not it's not a it's not a deal breaker, but when you have your your key defender in in in, Dijk. in in Van Dyke that could literally change the game for you. It or becomes, against
1: you. He, he tr- as good as he is, I've seen him make some decisions where I'm like, "You shouldn't." What, what, what went through your was head? Was <laughs> Correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's definitely a situation where I, I you know, I want to see, I want to see these guys succeed. Liverpool has always had a special place in my heart. Um, but what I will say is that they they're gonna have a very tough uphill battle against a, another scrappy, scrappy German team. To, to put further emphasis on how strong their attack
1: is and how depleted, as, as much talent as they have, they are depleted. Liverpool, mm-hmm. backline. They're starting two 19-year-olds in the backline. Yeah. They yeah. just got Trent Alexander-Arnold back as well, who was mm-hmm. also injured, who is still splitting time with Nico Williams. Nico, and he played fine nico williams played fine but he's 19 he's still got a long way to go you saw him make mistakes that 19 you would expect a 19 year old to make who's been suddenly thrust into this position because of injuries Mm. right so i mean it's they're starting two 19 year olds yeah that that could ultimately come back to hurt them
0: and well we'll we'll see how that turns out it's just we want to be We'll be very happy to see healthy players. No one wants to see an injured player. No one wants to see an injury in this game. Uh, so once once both teams, because it all, Leipzig also has a ton of injuries on their end, and I think seven injuries in total. So once we see two healthy teams go toe-to-toe, I think that it's going to be close. It's going to be a very close matchup. It might be one of those where we see uh, a 1-0 could decide the game
1: but with lots with with lots lots of, of
0: opportunities yeah. lots of opportunities but i i think that you know with allison in between the sticks i i don't believe that it's going to be as you know it's not going to be like a 3-1 deficit or 5-2 or you know it's not going to be big it's going to be a lot of back and forth fast action football um because that's how liverpool plays they do have two of the fastest wingers, in my opinion, <laughs> um, on that team, um, and hungry, and hungry. Hung-
1: S- Salah's looking to score every time he touches the ball.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're hungry. Th- those guys. Those guys are. They're quick. They're intense. I think that they're the reason why Liverpool is still top of the league, and why they're still top of, uh, you know, why they're still in the competitions that they're in right now. They, they just they just have a, they have a dynamic squad. They have a really, really dynamic team. so And deep team, like I said before. But the injuries are going to affect them when it comes to playing at the highest level of European football. Our
1: final matchup, I, I feel really bad that we're not really devoting a lot of time to it. But again, I think this is one of the more one-sided matchups, uh, kind of like the Dortmund-Sevilla game kind of looked on paper. Uh, Juventus versus Porto. I, I think Juventus should win this very easily. I f- I feel bad. Uh, Porto is not a bad team. Both them and Manchester City kind of destroyed that Group C. I don't know. The the this is maybe the least exciting matchup for me. Um, and I, I I just think Juve is going to run away with it.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to oppose you on that one for just a little bit. How I think you? that I think that Porto has a lot more to offer than than what we're thinking uh out of their past five games they've won five draw drew one they haven't lost in the past 10 games that's both champions league and in the um liga nos and if i'm saying that wrong somebody please come and correct me just put leave it down in the comments (laughs) because i don't i don't follow the um i don't follow the portuguese league i'm sorry i'm sorry it's it's not a league that um that I'm too familiar with. But I would say that my teams, that my, my, the teams that I know from there are Sporting Lisbon and Porto for sure. This team has some talent and they have some veterans that I know uh, just looking at the roster. Um, they have uh, players like the, the one player that strikes out to me and he's, he's not starting, but you have Pepe back there who is going to be, you know, if not on the field, he's going to be influential in that locker room um, as they would need that. Not very many household names per se. They do have Jesus Corona um, up there in front on, on the wing, um, but it's not, it's not a star-studded team that we could say, yay, um, they have an opportunity. I don't think that they have much of an opportunity like Tyler said, but I, I do see them sneaking especially if Juventus sleeps on them. If Juventus ends up falling asleep on this team, they're going to be out of the Champions League. i uh, just put that out there. They're going to be out of the Champions League, without a doubt. And
1: uh, I want to add a quick in-podcast correction to uh, to Dortmund. Uh, they actually lost today in the Bundesliga to FC Union Berlin 2-1. Yeah. Um, so Dort, Dortmund struggling and that's looking at their uh the, the the squad that started that's really only with Holland not playing they played they played their team so mm-hmm. um yeah d- I, I think Dortmund's uh
0: there's some uh, trouble I think
1: that's, yeah I think that's gonna start crashing down around them and I, I think
0: that you know I Sevilla might bounce them could they could that's what i'm saying like a lot of these teams so we went so guys we went across all the at the actual matchups today none of these unseeded teams are pushovers each one of these matchups are going to be matchups that we want to watch for sure both legs of it so if you're not aware round the 16 two legged games it's like a two legged playoff if you're an nba fan football fan what you know football playoffs is knockout NBA, it's best of seven. In the Champions League, it's best of two. You got two legs, and if you, there's a little bit more, uh, more complicated rules when it comes to like the goal scoring. If you're away from home and you score, the next game or the the next game if you draw, it account it credits for two, for two goals. Uh, you get the advantage on on one of the goals. So I'm sure that that at some point I could go into that into more detail, but it's, it's really going to be a coin flip as to what happens that week in any one of these leagues that th- these teams are playing in. We're going to see a result that will be either something that we totally understand. It's like it, it is what it is like Bayern Munich, uh, Lazio. So Bayern Munich goes through, it would be like, all right, okay. Or it'll be a nail biter down to the wire, down to stoppage time. <laughs> that we would find a winner in the second leg. I see
1: what you did there, sir. It's clever. Tie, like tie it? in the name of our podcast to, to what we were talking about.
0: Yeah, a little shameless plug.
1: That's, <laughs> that's, what, you,
0: that's what you call those. Clever writing. Thank you, writing I'm, team. <laughs> I, I mean,
1: either way, as Greg said, as much as I'm writing on the, off this, me personally writing off this Juventus-Porto matchup, anything can happen. Yeah, That's what makes us exciting. That's why we watch the games. That's that's why we're here. That's why and, Tyler
0: watches the games. <laughs> yeah, that's why Greg <laughs> sleeps through the games. No, that's not true. If the game is around midday, I don't sleep through it. I'll watch the whole thing. I don't
1: believe <laughs> four, you. I w- pictures or it didn't happen. Four, four o'clock in the morning? <laughs>
0: four o'clock in the morning?
1: That's a little bit harder for me. I, I just I can't wait for these matchups. I wish it were middle of February, beginning of March, so we could – really dive in and start talking about these results, but we have a little bit of time to wait.
0: We do have time to wait. And while we're there, um, just a few things before we wrap up that I want to get with you guys right now. So on behalf of the stoppage time team, we want to wish you guys a happy holidays, you know, uh, whatever you prefer to celebrate, celebrate it to the max, enjoy yourselves, be happy, bring peace upon this earth especially in these trying times. I wish you guys all the best at at this time. Go have fun. Get your presence. Pray to whoever you pray to. If you pray, that's you. If you don't, that's you. It's one love, everybody. It's one love. And we appreciate it 100%. We appreciate you being here. Be safe, guys. This virus (laughs) is still real. This virus is still real. So don't go nuts. Collect with friends and family. Get their certification that they don't have the virus. (laughs) You don't have to be that extreme, but I'm thinking you should. Anyway, it's my personal opinion because that's why I got opinions. Um, Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening. We're, you know, we as much as we like to sit down and and just talk about these things among each other. uh, Greg and I enjoy hearing your opinions as well. We like to hear from you. Want to hear what teams you you follow. We want to hear instances where maybe we messed up. We want to hear uh, what you think is going to happen in this crazy Champions League. Yeah. Uh, if, if you, if, if you even want to talk about results, Greg watches watches uh, La Liga. I watch Premier League. I, but I keep track of other leagues. I, mm-hmm. I like to check in and see the scores. You know, I we, we we're we're here to talk soccer and football. we're here to talk football. <laughs> I caught myself. A little bit late, but I caught myself. You did. You uh,
0: did catch yourself late. It was almost to the floor. It almost crashed and burned <laughs> there for you.
1: But uh, we we appreciate you. And uh, as Greg said, be safe. We we are not going to be recording next week as uh, Friday falls on Christmas Day. If you're if you're around family enjoy that time with them, be safe, celebrate. And, uh, thank you.
0: And next up on our next episode. So I know that last week for those guys who are listening religiously next week, we're going to have, well, not next week, the week after our next episode, we're going to have our refereeing debate. Are, are the refs really doing what they're supposed to be doing in these leagues? Do are there, do they have too much power? What is wrong with the refereeing system? if there's anything wrong at all. All that up for debate on the next episode of Stoppage Time.